As consumers, we are bombarded by it at every turn, like the Incredible Hulk being bombarded by gamma rays. But what makes some media endure, while others are banished to the forgotten black hole of obscurity, never to be heard from again? Who or what decides this? Hetero life mate Steve and Yehel want to know, and they want to know now. This is Obscurity Now. now, now, now. And what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Obscurity Now, the show where we take a look at weird and almost forgotten pieces of media, and then we decide if they should be remembered for all of humankind or tossed into the black hole of obscurity, never to be heard from again. I am one of the hosts, Steve, and with me is the guy voted most likely to sell out his... uh, Human friends to the Neo Sapien Empire in high school. It's <laughs> uh, it's uh, Yahel Z list celebrity. <laughs> We're uh, both there, here, buddy. YouTube celebrity. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I was on reality TV, and no one even knows. <laughs> that, oh, that's right. You're on a Netflix show. I forgot yeah, about that. Now, don't anybody go. What, what was your number? You were number human number three, number three on a show called One Hundred Humans. Uh, but uh, speaking of One Hundred Humans. Many more than just 100 humans were probably destroyed by those dastardly Neo-Sapiens. Uh, like sandpaper, the smoothness of that segue. <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought it was pretty smooth, if I do say so myself. Uh, but uh, no. welcome, everybody. Uh, we are talking about uh, the 1990 animated or cartoon, depending on how you like to say it, uh, sci-fi show known as uh, Exo Squad. Uh, What's your experience with Exo Squad there, you help? I um, watched Exo Squad uh, pretty religiously as a child. This is the kind of show that you want a child Absolutely. watching. You know? <laughs> um, but uh, I actually, I was like 12 uh, or 13 when it came out, so I wasn't like that that little. But yeah, I would get up like, uh, I think I had to get up like at 6.30 in the morning. So, so early. I got up earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, I watched it religious, religiously, but they only had one season that they aired. Folks, I'm coming in hot tonight. Oh, I yeah. Think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I only watched the first season because uh, that's all that like I remember it aired mm-hmm. back then. Mm-hmm. But all two seasons are on Peacock, so I've actually gone back and rewatched it. But I didn't finish it. I'm like halfway through season two. Well, I remember uh, back when we lived together in Orlando, you kind of went through a... Uh... <laughs> Exo Squad, uh, I don't know, re Renaissance, if you want to call it that. I remember, uh, yeah. like you went back and watched, I guess, all the episodes that were available back then, uh, at least to uh, download casually through perfectly legitimate internet means. Uh, yes, and yeah, like I think we only we only were able to like get season one back then as well, because like I, I I don't know if season two just didn't air or whatever. It's it's kind of hard to like get information on exosquad it's it's a little yeah weird. it is weird which is a shame because this is uh well i'll save that statement for another time but i mean i'll just say you know when i first watched it i was like this is amazing um the only thing that even came close to that at least that level of i guess seriousness was maybe x-men when it came hmm. out and uh yeah this came out in uh 1993 and um we are going to be talking about the uh, pilot episode so let's uh, run the bumper and get right into it run the bumper that sounds awful <laughs> that run the, yeah, that's- <laughs> 
play bass for run the bumper <laughs> uh yeah it sounds not no no that's awful uh it's like uh anyway oh so yeah um basically exo squad went ran from 1993 to 1995 and there are two seasons as you hell said that are uh available on peacock and uh they look fantastic um yeah and the pilot which we are going to be talking about is titled pirate scourge colon the Fall of the Human Empire, Part One. Ooh, doesn't that just scream like kids' uh, show? That, that... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's again, that's the kind of violent show you want your young child but, like, watching. Why? Why do you think that? I don't know. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's something in <laughs> young boys or whatever. Like, why do you think we were drawn to like something so serious? I mean. I would say for me, it's, I mean, first you got the robot suits, which the E-frames, which look amazing. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, they look and, cool. yeah, and then, I mean, you've got a serialized story that's like super serious. There's no snarf mm -hmm. in there or scrappy do like everyone's like really human. Like what, uh, like what drew mm -hmm. you into Exo Squad? I think I started watching it because it was, uh, you know, space. Mm -hmm. So I would, like, I would watch like anything that had anything to do with mm -hmm. space and, uh, I thought like the Neo Savings, I thought they were aliens uh, from the commercials oh, or whatever. Right. And then, you know, you watch the show and you find out that they were created. And, you know, obviously there's like they're an analogy for racism sure. Um, sure. or slavery, mm -hmm. rather. Um, but, yeah, uh, I, I don't I don't I don't. And then I watched the first episode. I was like, oh, this is good. Yeah. I'm worth waking up at 6 a.m. to watch. That's for sure. Um, back, yeah. back in the night. And, dude, I I'm not a morning person now, let alone <laughs> when I was here. fucking 13. So, yeah. Yes, it's yeah. it's sad that like that's the one thing uh, that I would get up <laughs> early for. My parents would be like, "Time to get up for church, boy," and I'm like, "No, no, must sleep." But uh, time to get up for Exo Squad. Yes, sir, sir. Yes, sir. I'm there. Uh, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, we gotta go see your sick grandfather. He he could go any day. Uh, <laughs> Exo Squad though. <laughs> yeah, they'll have it yeah. on at the house. Um, now before we get twenty minute cartoon. Yeah, sure. before we get. Uh, too much deeper um you'll see shots of like uh, some of the exo squad toys the big question here is did you have any exo squad toys back in the day no no because i was already like this came out in september so a month before i turned 13 so i wasn't buying uh, oh, 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 i was oh. too busy uh i was too busy combing my newly growing mustache <laughs> oh, thank god uh, you said mustache and not something else uh, <laughs> um and also <laughs> But uh, I remember there was one kid who had a JT Marsh uh, E-frame, uh, obviously with the um, action figure as well, and like, and it was awesome. And I don't even remember ever seeing them like on the shelves. Uh, and uh, I don't know, it's yeah, I mean, possible yeah. that I could have been out of the action figure game at that point as well. But uh, but yeah, but <laughs> ironically enough, I have an entire box of E-frames right now. Um, Tim from to Tim's Toy Box, who likes to pay me in toys, he bought me a lot of E-frames, and I thought for sure it would be easy to find the action figures to place in those E-frames. It is not. But it's not. No, no. Yeah. So I'm. I, I want to sell them, but I need to go through and like you know figure out who's who and what's worth what. But anyway, yeah. Uh, let's get 
Nobody cares about that, Steve. Hey, Let's, I'm uh... sure there are action figure <laughs> aficionados who watch this show. At least I hope there no, are. I'm just kidding. Um, I, I would imagine though, like that, because like like we were saying earlier, like it's hard to find like information on the show because mm-hmm. it obviously wasn't like super super popular for whatever reason. Um, so I would suspect that those toys are worth something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well said. <laughs> well said. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, in fact, yeah, they 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 have monetary values. Well, Look into wow. it. Wow, you uh, you really um, brought the uh, brought my thoughts home there in the end. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of things nobody cares about, uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and jump into <laughs> what? it. What? Hey, a lot of people care. I'm actually in an Exo Squad fans uh, Facebook group on um, Facebook. Like an OnlyFans? Uh, well, or- it's just for. Uh, for mm, I mean, there's no naked pictures of JT Marsh or Marcella. It's just uh, that's too bad. fans of the show, um, and there's a lot of... Do, do the Neo Sapiens have genitals? That's a good... Yeah, would they want them to be able to, um, like, procreate on their own? I don't... Knowing humanity, no. They'd want to control that. <laughs> that right, right, because they, they, were, they were just, like, all, like, made in a lab, mm-hmm, so... Mm-hmm. Um, man, you think, you think the Neo Sapiens will... Why aren't they working on adding genitals? <laughs> Wait, is, are you Instead are you of, saying this because you want to have sex with a neo sapien? You sell no, out. No, but like, I mean, you, you'd rather like be able to have sex than not, right? <laughs> yeah. Huh? So, are you trying to say that the reason why the neo sapiens rebelled was not because they were enslaved, but because they didn't have the ability to have sex? Is that what you're getting at? Yeah. Well, and and, and then there's like you know they have like female. Uh, Neo sapiens. So, like, why do they exist if not? Like, why would humanity have made female ones oh, not made them a, all just the that's same? That's a good point because non-gender. It seems like in a lot of uh, these types of shows, um, it seems yeah they usually only go would do just one gender, right? Um, but right. wow, we're really going deep into this. <laughs> am, I, am I blowing? Am I blowing your e-frame? <laughs> <laughs> blowing my e-frame. <laughs> Oh my God! The exo squad, like that's what the exoskeleton things are called. E-frames. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, uh but... yeah. So instead of blowing your mind, am I blowing your e-frame? <laughs> What's? Nice. Oh man, it's worse when I explain it. Anyway, so Steve, tell me about the uh, exo. All right. So as I said, this um pilot episode, it premiered September eighteenth, nineteen ninety three, and here's the the synopsis for the episode. I mean, basically, the synopsis for the show is. Um, the humanity uh, humanity created these. Uh, they colonized what is it, Venus and Mars, a few other planets. But of uh-huh. course, the uh, the atmosphere yeah. was uh, too tough. So they built uh, or they engineered, genetically engineered, the Neo Sapiens to basically do all the hard work for them. Uh, they got uh, mad about that and had a little rebellion. And when we joined them here, they got mad about yeah. that, Steve. Steve, they were slaves, and you're like, they got mad about that. All right, that. they were mad about the work <laughs> and the fact that they were created without genitals and couldn't have sex with one another, according to one Yehel Velasquez. <laughs> um, and so, in order to, I guess, combat the rebellion, um, the uh, humans or humanity, as they are wont to do, they uh, they contacted Boeing, and Boeing created the E-frames. Um, yep. yep, that's how and that happened. is the name of their mech suits uh, that they wear. And I, I meant to ask, like, prior to Exo Squad, like, what is your experience with mech-based uh, anime, cartoons, animation shows, what what have you? At that point, none. But I, I just never been into like uh, mech. Oh, you were stuff. never a Voltron or Robotech guy. I like Voltron. Mm. 
but uh, that was pretty much the only one. It wasn't until way later I watched an anime called Code Geass, which uh, it, it is like a mech anime, but it's not about the mechs. Uh, so that one was good. But yeah, what about you? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I grew up on Voltron and then uh, watched a bit of Robotech later and tried to get into Gundam when it was on like Cartoon Network. And it was it was good. It was just uh, I don't know. For whatever reason, I really couldn't. I mean, I liked it, but it just wasn't my favorite. But uh, anyway, gotcha. here's the episode synopsis. After ExoSquad comes to the rescue of a freighter being attacked by Tethesian pirates, the General Assembly commissions ExoSquad to eliminate the Tethesian pirate menace once and for all. They wanted to get the Tethesian in there twice, so you know where they're from. Yeah. They really want that. Yeah. It's a real double word score kind of word. <laughs> on if you want to impress people at a cocktail party, you start talking about ExoSquad, you mention those Tethesian pirates, and they're going to be like, Sir, mm -hmm. are you a Harvard man? True story. Uh, anyway, so unlike a lot of the other um, animated shows that we watched, this one had an actual bona fide director in Graham Morris, who uh, appears to still be working. He directed uh, Hulk, Agents of Smash, the 90s Fantastic Four animated show, and a guy you might be uh, pretty familiar with by the name of Earthworm Jim. Um and our writers here, um, who are the real stars of the show, if you ask me, we've got uh, Michael Edens. Yeah, he's still working. He worked on a lot, some of the shows we've already covered. He worked on Trolls with a Z. We got to cover that someday. Um, oh, my God. Okay. The Street Fighter animated cartoon, the American one. Uh, G.I. Joe Extreme. Make sure you check out our G.I. Joe Extreme oh, yeah, uh, episode. Yeah. Robocop Alpha Commando. The... Uh, uh, 90s X-Men, um, Eric Lewald. Mm, oh, yeah, wow. yeah, and that's it. And then the next guy is uh, Eric Lewald, who also worked basically on the same stuff, plus a few uh, classics, uh, Robocop Alpha Commando, Trolls, X-Men, Gargoyles, and Street Fighter once again. Wow. Which is funny because that Street Fighter cartoon is bad. <laughs> like, Yeah, it's not no, good. No. It's not good. But, I mean, there's a lot of decent stuff that... Uh, this person's done. Sure. Oh, absolutely. I don't, um, you know, I don't blame him. He, he probably just wanted a paycheck at the time. And then we have yeah. uh, Jeff Seagal, um, who was also the creator of Exo Squad. Of Steven Seagal. Yeah, yeah oh. he's Steven Seagal's uh, lesser-known brother. <laughs> um, yeah, he uh, he worked on Smurfs, uh, GoBots, uh, Shirt Tales, and the new Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo show. I mean, I know that's probably your favorite out of that list. Yeah, I love <laughs> i'm more of a papa actually i'm more of a Paw patrol man these days but uh <laughs> i've seen way too many episodes for that to even be a joke um and finally oh, i'm sorry this was uh produced by uh like universal studios cartoon studios which i mean at this point in the game since they're scraping the bottom of the barrel for you know new ip or old ip to resurrect i don't know why they haven't done this one yet but more on that later yeah I, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, take it away with the cast there. All right. So uh, for the cast, we've got Robbie Benson, who does a few different voices. Mm -hmm. He's uh, J.T. March, which is the leader of the, um, oh, my God, what's the name of their little troop? Um, um, the Able right, Squad. That's it. Uh, but, yeah, anyways, he's uh, does Marsh. Uh, he also, I found, I did a little bit of extra research off the IMDb. 
uh, because IMDb does not really like have a lot no, of information. No, it doesn't. Um, even per episode. But um, Bobby Robbie Benson also voiced Simbaka, the pirate leader. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I actually thought it was the guy that played Gowron that voiced mm-hmm. him, uh, Gowron from Star Trek. So I was like real excited, and then I looked it up and <laughs> you almost turned so off pissed. the episode, didn't no, you? No one from Star Trek is on. Wow, that's crazy. Um, anyway, anyway, yeah, very surprising. Uh, anyways, Marsala is played by uh, Gary Chalk. Uh, Marsala is the Neo Sapien member of the uh, the group of Able Squad. I feel like we've uh, heard that f- name before, Gary Chalk, because I'm pretty sure I made fun of it. But anyway, continue. Um, I mean, Gary Chalk. Let's see. I'll come back to him. All right. Um, anyways, uh, we've got uh, Lieutenant Nara Burns, who's played by. Lisa Ann Belay. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Hulk Hogan's Belay? wife. Yeah. Uh, no, not Belay. <laughs> uh, Belay. But, uh, no, a- anyways, this dude uh, that we were talking about before, though, Gary Chalk, he didn't do um, anything really? uh, huh. that we've talked about all before. All right, all yeah. right. My mistake. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, then we've got Kaz Takagi, mm-hmm. which is supposed to be kind of, I guess, I, guess I, should, I should say, the Nara Burns character is supposed to be kind of like a wide-eyed youth. Like, she's young. Mm-hmm. She joined the military, the EXO squad, uh, without her parents' approval. They didn't want her to. Uh, and she's worried about them because they live on Mars. Um, or Venus, actually. Right. I'm sorry. So they live, and she's... So we see her, like, doing things later on, like, sending them, like, letters, like, almost like a, hey, I might die because I'm going to yeah, war. it's very Starship Troopers. Perfect for seven-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect for seven-year-olds. Right. Anyways, uh, then we've got Kaz Takagi, voiced by Michael Benier, which is supposed to be like a... Uh, he's also kind of like a wild guy, because he's the youngest guy, mm. the freshest recruit um, mm. on the on the team. Mm. Field Sergeant Rita uh, Torres is played by, I don't know, what's Janice Jod. It spells very strange. She's so fiery and in your face. Yeah, and actually, I don't think Rita's in this episode. No, no, she is. She shows up real briefly. Oh, she is? Yeah, yeah. So she's spicy and badass, right. and uh, you know that's pretty like much every her female character. lead in TV and movies these days. <laughs> yeah, we've got, um, and then the other person from the team is Exo Trooper Wolf Bronski. Ah, yes, voiced by Michael Donovan. Mm. Um, and Michael Donovan's like he's done like a lot of other like voice mm-hmm. stuff. Like he's uh, right now the, the last thing he was doing, did was like Ninjago. Oh, good for him. Um, so he's still working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was like on every episode. It seems like so. Well, uh, Bronski anyway. is basically uh, if you watch the original GI Joe cartoon, he's the bazooka of the of the group. Yeah. Like, and this kind of begs a question. All right, he's a little uh, <laughs> overweight. And I was like. If this is a military a outfit, like, why is Brodsky allowed to, like, gate a few pounds and be a big slob? I just don't. I mean, even Bazooka was <laughs> in better shape than him. Um, but for I whatever. Know, man. He, must, he must be real good. He's real good on the East stick and the E-frame, <laughs> Steve. The, yeah. Are you implying that one Officer Bronsky exchanged sexual favors for getting into the April squad? Is that what you're saying, Yael Velasquez? I don't know. I, I, that's, <laughs> I'm going to go with it. Yeah, why not? Anyways, that, that's, that's pretty much the cast. I um, think we're a- accidentally writing some other reoccurring... Exo Squad fan fiction here. Um, oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's not me. Um, 
Uh, I guess I should mention Walter Marsh. He's uh, does Admiral Winfield, mm. which is Admiral Winfield's character. I would describe him as the cool parent. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, and uh, that'll make more sense well later, said. I think, as you go into the plot, which, uh, why don't you take us through Ooh, the episode? Very smooth. Um, okay, so basically, we start out with the uh, opening. Um, you don't really get to hear the theme song too well, because there's some epic voiceover going over the epic music, tell- basically telling you everything that you need to know uh, for the plot that (laughs) you're about to jump right into. Uh, but you know, you need this for every episode because, uh, as, as we said before, this is a serialized show. So, you know, whatever, if you like, weren't familiar with the previous episodes, this catches you up just like that. Um, and then (laughs) we jump into the actual episode and then there's a voiceover yet again, explaining like all the stuff that happened just like in the, during the, um, you know, the song. Um, and they basically say, as I said before, that the Neo-Sapiens were engineered by the humans to work in harsh climates. But then they rebelled, so the humans built the E-frames to fight against them. And uh, then we back up, and what we're seeing is uh, the captain of this freighter, and he's watching, like, news clips. I mean, I guess he's been asleep in stasis this whole time and needed to get caught up on the last, I don't know, 20 years of... Uh, human neo-sapien um you know relations but it's a good way of just catching the viewer up on all the stuff that's happened before you know instead of doing like a star wars crawl which you know what seven-year-old wants to read um yeah yeah and it seemed like the newscast was like uh you know a newscast about the anniversary of like some events oh that's true uh, yeah very true um so it would have been funny if they had the old spinning newspapers and you know, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, but, yeah, 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 yeah. but okay. So the, basically the captain, he's uh, sitting at his uh, command chair. <laughs> For some reason, his second in command is watching a, uh, a miniature hologram of a sexy dancer, which you want that in your kid's cartoon show yeah. for uh, seven-year-olds. The implication being that it's like porn, <laughs> kind of the way it's like played <laughs> off. I like. And did you notice that the music for the uh, that it plays sounds? It was like based off the Mario Brothers theme. Oh no! I... From like the first level, it's like do 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 do. Or from the not second the first level. level, but like the castle. Do 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 do. Like it's that, that. was the music like, she was like, dancing to. Oh my god! That... Yeah, like if you. I mean, if you wanted to get a strip tease, I mean that's the that's the music I would want for sure. Uh, so anyway, Captain leans back and relaxes and says they've got something like three weeks of autopilot. Nothing could possibly go wrong. And then an alarm goes off. And it says two unidentified ships are heading towards them. Um, they are quickly shot at and boarded by the ship. We never see, uh, you know, who the invaders are. So uh, cut to the Exo Squad uh, members are running drills in their E-frames. Uh, JT Morris, the leader, says they didn't have permits to practice. They're like practicing on, um, I guess you could say it's like a historical area where there was like. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Like the Neo Sapiens are like in charge of that right. area. Yes. Exactly. So, uh, and they were and they weren't authorized to just go flying in Neo Sapien sure. territory. Basically. So as they're um, as they're practicing, basically these uh, like tanks come out of nowhere and start firing at them. And I love how they're just so nonchalant about it. They're like, eh, we're just gonna, we're just gonna slowly fly away. Um, and it says, uh, JT says next time they're going to be coming back for real. So uh, cut to 
the Exo Carrier Resolute, which is basically like a big, I mean, just exactly what it sounds, a, a massive like mothership or um, yeah. aircraft. Like think Tiger's Claw from Wing Commander. Yeah, I know exactly what that is. Um, and uh, so the Exo Squad team lands. Uh, Captain Marcus and the rest of the fleet uh, watch footage of that freighter ship um, from the beginning of the episode getting uh, boarded by what um, ends up being uh, space pirates. And I love how you know that they're pirates because they have the little skull and bones uh, brandished right there. Yeah. Um, yeah, that way you know exactly who they are. Um, no need to yeah, be exactly. in Exactly. No confusion yes. here. So uh, the Exo Squad team enters a little bit late. The Admiral assigns the Exo Squad to securing the freighter ship. JT rallies the squad and, and assigns them different duties. Um, now the uh, exo I don't think I missed anything important there. Basically, he just rallies everyone up, and they're like, we're going to go secure that freighter. Um, the ex- Well, actually, I, I think you did miss out the one thing where, like, the commander is, like, oh, yelling at them about, like, you know, going joyriding. Oh, yeah, he's, the like, the hard-ass, typical hard-ass. Uh, you right. have to have... But he's also, like, kind of a... He's also kind of a bumbling idiot. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, you have to have that, like, authority figure in every 90s yeah. TV show, movie, and even wrestling. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then the Admiral comes in, cool dad. Right, right. And is like, because the commander's like, oh, who authorized this? And he comes in, well, I authorized it. And the Admiral's obviously, like, the, everyone's boss. Right. So then the guy's like, oh, I'm really sorry, sir. <laughs> and then the Admiral, when he's talking to JT about the mission later, he says, oh, and one more thing, no more unauthorized, like, whatever. Right. He's like, wink, wink, you sure, know. Sure, yeah. Like, the cool dad. The, the commander the cool is parent. like that guy who took over for Nick Fury uh, in S.H.I.E.L.D. Remember the one everyone hated that he punched out at the end? Yeah. <laughs> All right, anyway, mm-hmm. the EXO team boards the freighter. They find the captain of the freighter dead. Like, I mean, they don't show the whole body. They just sort of show his, like, arm or whatever. But still, we got death here. This is dead. kid's cartoon. And if I want to take a minute, like, this is... In the 90s, like, I swear, it took animation so seriously. And I thought, like, when once we got to 2022, like, everyone would know what we know. But oh, no, this is America, and cartoons and animation is still for kids in 2022 yeah. sadly but it's it's getting more accepted but uh i i mean they still have never played any like i don't know that there was like a new Miyazaki movie it was never even even looked at for the academy awards but that's a tangent mm-hmm. whatever uh so they then find um like uh, let's see they all right they move the body and um it accidentally sets off like a, a booby trap uh like it was booby trapped, yeah, yeah. A detonator. Um, it doesn't go off, but there's a voice on it that very clearly says "detonation imminent." So uh, they run away um, and jump in their ship. They try to fly away, but the Resolute has like sent reinforcements to help them. So they not only do they have to get away, they also have to deflect the uh, reinforcements that were coming to help them. Right. Yeah, so uh, they're just not making it easy for the Exo Squad here, the writers. Um, so the freighter explodes, and it's actually a really good, like, cinematic explosion, I thought. I just yeah. had to, like, put it here. So... Uh, yeah. Oh, we've got uh, Smoke Monster here in the chat. Thanks for joining. Yes. Appreciate seeing you, buddy. Welcome Smoke Monster. Um, so, uh, cut to the Earth Orbit General Assembly of the Homeworlds. I feel like that should have been an acronym or something. 
Yeah, uh, it's it, it's a bit of a mouthful. I mean, I had um, to like. It reminds me though this scene of like the Senate in the in the Star Wars prequels. Oh, absolutely. Um, in fact, I know for a fact that George Lucas blatantly ripped off Exo Squad. But uh, anyway, mm. Uh, mm. <laughs> a woman is filibustering about the pirates who took out uh, the freighter. Uh, and then a sleazier guy comes up and he says, no, no to war. Don't you forget what happened in our last, uh, our last war. Um, the leader of the Neo-Sapiens, um, who I wrote sounds a lot like Sideshow Bob, says that um, war is good. Let's kill those pirates. Um, so the ex- uh, He doesn't say war is good. <laughs> he actually says the opposite of that. Uh, he, sa- he says that, like, you know, he understands. Like, uh, it was Phaeton, right? It's, this is yes, Governor Phaeton, yes. right? Um, he's like, uh, oh, you know, as a Neo-Sapien, we understand, like, you know, the true horrors, mm-hmm. war, blah, blah. So we wouldn't go into it lightly, but we need to go in. But we got to kill some pirate scum. But, but we got to kill. Yeah. <laughs> got to do it. So once again, the Exo Squad gets deployed. Um, the, uh, you said her name earlier. I should have went back and added in. The female <laughs> Exo Lady sends a heartfelt. Uh, yeah, Torres. Uh, no, not Torres. The other one. Um, uh, Nara yes, Burns. Nara Burns sends a heartfelt video message to her parents. I uh, definitely got uh, Starship Trooper vibes here. Um, yeah. JT Marsh talks to Bronski about his uh, energies. In- what? Um, his injuries. Yes, that's it. He's that's hurt. it. Um, energies. Yeah, he got. He- <laughs> yeah, that's a typo. Hey, bro. Uh, so, what do you think about this amethyst crystal, man? What does it do to your energy, bro? JT Marsh is from what California. You- <laughs> Wolf Gronsky, tell me, how does this? Uh, what's patchouli doing? Is for Wolf you? like your energies. spirit animal, bro? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. I like Duran Duran too. <laughs> that's the, that's the least hippie <laughs> band you could have chosen. Um, no, because Hungry Like the Wolf. Oh, that oh wow, that's uh, you yeah. got me. You got yeah. me. It was it was a deep cut, and I uh, missed it. When I, after I cut you, there was nothing of substance inside. <laughs> wow, damn! Now I've been cut, um, stabbed <laughs> no. in the back, more like it, by a neo sapien sympathizer. Um, oh, anyway, uh, yeah, because Bronski got injured during the whole freighter debacle. Um, now the squad are having dinner in their mess hall. Uh, Charles McKenna, who is a reporter that they af- actually referenced at the beginning of the episode, um, he just <laughs> casually walks into the mess hall, um, which eh, seems like it might be a bit of a stretch, but for the sake of the story, I'll buy it. Um, he says he's looking for the trooper who set off the bomb and the freighter. Um, and Marsh, like, basically lectures him. He said that the uh, the soldier who did that was, you know, acting in their, you know, the best interests. So, you, you know, anyone would have done it and tells the guy, forget about it and to get out of my mess hall. Um, did I hit everything there, more or less? Yeah, yeah, you, you did hit you did hit everything. But let me tell you what I want to hit. Uh, there's <laughs> Torres? Yeah. <laughs> um, Nara? Uh, anyways, we, we have Stadium mm-hmm. Arts uh, in the chat. He was talking about how, like, oh, shit, this looks familiar. He said, yes, dude, uh, when you reminded me of this, I had been looking for it for decades. And then he also said, this is so sick. I'm already loving this episode, and I just got here. Well, thanks, Try. Very good. Yes, kind. thank you. And, yeah, but, and um, uh, Exo Squad. Oh, and that almost just hit me. <laughs> Nobody cares about your gnats. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> so uh, now the um, the entire EXO fleet, uh, including like 
their uh, their giant ship are flying through an asteroid field, and the pirates, disguised as asteroids, attack the fleet. What do you think of that plan yeah. as a guy who's really into like space battles? Yeah, like they they basically had like little ships embedded in the asteroids mm-hmm. or something. Uh, it wasn't like pirates dressed in asteroid costumes no. like uh, Steve. Made what? It no, I think I. Spelled it out. You said pirates disguised as asteroids. Oh, did I? All right, pirate ships. Excuse me. Uh, there you go. Now, now we're. <laughs> anyways, uh, I don't know why you're being so semantic. You're the one. It's. I know. It's. Uh, I know. It, it's reminiscent <laughs> of the um, the train robbery and Briscoe County Junior uh, pilot almost. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 No, I, th- I thought it was interesting. Uh, it was cool. Better than them just hiding behind an asteroid. I agree completely. Um, so kudos to the writers. Um, so yeah, uh, all the other pirate ships then decloak. Um, did I, am I using the proper space fighting terminology here? Yes. Well, they, they said uncloaking, <laughs> but in Star Trek, it's decloaking because well, it, it's, that's the I'm proper word. To, it's like how Castellano is proper Spanish. <laughs> I'm trying to stick to the proper Starfleet nomenclature here, uh, for you, right. for you, good buddy. Um, I appreciate. So that. the Admiral, uh, launches the, uh, E-frames and the team enters the battle. A then awesome, uh, awesome battle then ensues, but it ends with basically, um, Bronski getting uh, separated from the rest of the team, mm-hmm. and he just goes, "Where is everybody?" And then that's the end of the episode. Pretty good. Um, and yeah. uh, by the way, uh, Smoke Monster had put in the chat that this sounds like a Babylon Five plot, and this reminded me of Babylon Five. Like, oh, it's a it's a lot my, of things. Uh, we watched I mean, it. you've got your Star Trek, your Babylon Five, Starship Troopers. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's sort of like a classic trope or whatever, um, you know, humanity yeah. dealing with their own sins in the form of, some, of right. whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, classic themes here. Uh, you probably trace it back to old yeah. Robert Heinlein, probably. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, th- this show, like, has everything from, like, um, you know, it's obviously, like, tackling, like, racism mm-hmm. and slavery with the Neo-Sapiens and the... Uh, Whatever it, it tackles, like you know, the horrors of war, PTSD. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, it's it, it. People really die. I in know this show. it's crazy. Like, uh, not just which for a kid yeah, show. Not just morph, who then still yeah. comes back later, somehow. Or, or the little was, girl um, from uh, Ultra Force. Anyway, I don't know if you remember, but this was actually marketed as the American anime. Oh yeah, time. I remember. Um, yeah. quite well and and that yeah that leads me to th- uh to this question what do you think of the human hairstyles in this show dude some of them are kind of like what <laughs> some people are doing now with their hair so i mean i don't think they're that far off i mean look, i've got like the side of my head shaved like a moron <laughs> you know like those are the kind of haircuts they have you got your hair it's random. just like nara um basically you just need the yeah. uh the head sock and you could you could yeah. cosplay as her my god exactly Exactly. Um, yeah, hey, any of you guys in the uh, chat want to buy some uh, E-frames, I'm your guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, I've, um, I've got a lot of them, and I need to get rid of them. Uh, no action figures, though, just E-frames. Uh, let's see. Stadium Art said that he used to watch uh, the Battletech cartoon and did a few years later. He saw this, uh, referring to Exosquad, and it was a lot like it, and it's part of the reason I was so interested. 
like Toxic Crusader meets Battletech meets Bucky O'Hare and Captain Power. Wow, that's an interesting oh, uh, mix oh, there. And yeah. Uh, yeah, Bucky O'Hare is definitely on our list uh, and Toxic Crusaders. Uh, so yeah. uh, good uh, good references there. Uh, I don't know if we uh, if you want to dive into Battletech at some point, uh, you hell, but uh, we can... Uh, I have... <laughs> I have that Exo Squad comic that's in the Obscuratron right now. Just wanted to let you know that. Found it in a dollar bin. Paid a dollar. Nice. <laughs> nice by everyone's favorite comic book publisher, Tops. Hey, the people that make baseball cards. <laughs> they were, uh, you know, they were sort of hot for a minute there. They did like right. the Mars Attacks comics and Jurassic Park when it first came out. Okay. Um, but yeah, it died. Um, All right. Anyways, we digress. But uh, yeah, Steve. Uh, I, the only other thing I guess I want to say before we get into like whether it should be remembered or not, um, from what I remember, the pirates attacking the um, humans, it's because the Neo Sapiens were like trying to trick them. Oh wow, I don't even, uh, I don't and, remember that. Nice. Yeah, it's like the Neo Sapiens like set up fake attacks against the pirates, mm-hmm. but the Neo Sapiens were really doing it. But they were making it look like humans did it. That sounds like, familiar. And that's why the pirates were being so aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the show is crazy. Uh, like in terms of uh, the fact that it's serialized and it's a kids' cartoon and it's 1993. Um, and there's no yeah, uh, comic relief, as we said, aside from like nope. Bronski, basically. Bronsky, He's like the closest you get. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, people die, people betray each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it, it, this is kids' cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh let, should we should we render the verse? Yeah, let's run some bumper uh, bumper here. Um All right. Well, uh I think it's uh pretty obvious here, but uh Yehel Velasquez, should Exosquad um be remembered for all of uh, human history? We're tossed into the black hole of space along with those no good Neo Sapiens, never to be heard from again. <laughs> I would say this show should definitely be remembered. Like uh, I said earlier, you know, I started rewatching. I it's it's free on Peacock on the free version of Peacock, mm. um, and uh, I just kind of like got busy and I forgot that I like I was only uh, halfway through the second season, which is like thirty six, thirty nine episodes or something. Like it's a pretty yeah. long season. Yeah, yeah, second season. Um, and yeah, it's great. Like the show goes in directions you wouldn't expect it to. Um, and the writing is just really, really good. Um, the only thing I would say is like, you better like the theme song because you're going to hear it a lot. Cause that theme <laughs> song gets used as the show's music, like in the episode, like throughout the episodes, but that's true. I mean, anyways, it is a good theme song. And, uh, and yes, uh, as you were about to ask, of course, uh, this show should not only be uh, remembered, but uh, celebrated. And I mean, I'd love to say it. I'd like to see it brought back, but, or I mean, a movie. I mean, this just screams like make a movie of me. Um, but yeah, th- th- this could easily like work like without with very little changes. Yeah, instead of like wasting your time on. You know Star Wars stuff that no one cares anymore, and I realize that this is owned by Universal and Star Wars is owned by Disney or whatever. It's like this, like <laughs> I mean, this is at least this is what like dudes in their uh, you know late thirties, early forties want to see. I know that, um, but who doesn't? <laughs> I mean, they Pacific Rim was a hit, 
And, uh, you know, yeah. so why not just piggyback off of that? Of course, now that's probably 10 years old and make an Exo Squad movie. Um, so, yeah, the final verdict is that Exo Squad should be remembered for all of uh, human history. So here we go. In accordance to Obscure to Now, the most important streaming YouTube podcast in all of the internet, you shall be remembered. Yes. Good show. Good, good show. Ah, and a uh, happy ending for us. Uh, not like all the humans who were killed. <laughs> In yeah. the great like, like, like a like 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 a very expensive massage. <laughs> Happy ending for both of us. Uh, Stadium Arts in the chat. He did mention earlier that uh, he would like to see an episode on Captain Power, which uh, I think that's actually a great one to add. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's yeah. another yeah. like. We'll add that to the list. Uh, that's another one that was also taken pretty seriously, from what I understand. Uh, I can barely remember it. I think that's another one that like came on at like 6.30 in the morning that I would just like catch the tail end of or something. But yeah, uh, but yeah absolutely. We will add that one onto the list. Uh, so, yeah, inquiring minds want to know, when are we going to get another video from At Wrestling With Gaming? <laughs> probably going to get two of them, <gasps> almost, probably back-to-back weeks mm-hmm. uh, in about three weeks. Like, there'll be one that week, then another one the other week, probably. No. <laughs> You don't want to tell us what they're on or anything? I am, I, what? Nah. <laughs> How about telling us what you're on? <laughs> uh, you ever heard of Kratom, sir? This is, you're, and, this is the uh, first time I've drinking. heard of it. <laughs> and, uh, Steve, as you know, I had one of these earlier mm-hmm. uh, in our pre-show. I was like finishing one up. This is only the second one I've had all day, and I am like gone because it's Kratom stuff. Wow. I'm gone. Well, I've never even seen those out here. Um, I'll have to keep my eye out. It sounds like a good time. Um, yeah. You're a good time. Oh, thanks, buddy. Well, that's why we meet up every Sunday, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, yeah. Let's get this wrapped up. Let's get this All wrapped right. up. All um, right. Uh, well, tell me about your project. Thank you. Um, well, I actually just got done doing a two-hour, well, it's not live anymore, but it was a live stream uh, yesterday uh, being interviewed by the Two Real Geeks uh, YouTube channel talking about my experiences uh, working in theme parks because it's a theme park-based uh, YouTube channel. There'll be a link in the description for that. And uh, I got the variant cover done for Escape to Earth, uh, my comic book. And so I am all ready to launch on uh, May 1st. So if you haven't signed up to be informed when the uh, uh, Kickstarter goes live, you can do that right now or just wait until May 1st. And then I'm sure uh, we'll let you know right here on Obscurity Now. Uh, anything else there, Yell? Before we sign off, this is, like getting, this is the no, shortest no. episode ever. I know, I know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just uh, short, short, and sweet. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, here we go. You used to be when you were a child. <laughs> I'll have you know, I I came out of the womb at six two. Thank you very much. I was never short. Um, right. But I will say, uh, you know, if you're listening to this after the fact, uh, please tell us your thoughts on Exo Squad in uh, in the uh, comments section. Comments. Yes, that's what they call yeah, it. Yeah, or uh, on our Twitter, 
Um, and uh, we will see you next week when we continue to unearth more obscure media only on Obscurity Now. We'll see you next week. You've been enjoying Obscurity Now, a podcast that's recorded live to tape and streamed to Twitch and YouTube. Subscribe so you never miss an episode or hilarious quip. Take us with you by following the download links provided in the show notes to wherever you get podcasts. And take notice of our various social media links. If that's what you're into, I'm not here to judge. And make sure you join us live next week at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific as we continue to discuss more obscure media only on Obscure Now.